Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Welcome to Going Greyhounds on your Thursday morning. Simon Orchard with you. As usual, we're only two sleeps away from arguably the biggest night in chasing for 2023. Three Group 1 races, the National Futurity for the Girls, the National Derby for the Boys, followed by the Paws of Thunder for our free-for-all dogs. The best of the best vying for Group 1 glory. Big show today. In about 10 minutes, Lisa Rasmussen will join me to discuss the chances of her crow eaters. In a couple of minutes, we'll hear from Brian Barton. He and wife Sue own Windra All Class. That greyhound currently third favourite for the Futurity. And Sue is fighting the battle of her life. We'll hear more about that in just a little while. But before we do that, Craig Chapelow will rug up Embrace in the big one, the Paws of Thunder Decider. She's currently $34 with the tab. And as I say good morning to Craig, I'll start with the price. Is that overs, Craig? Especially for a greyhound that seems to really like Wenty Park. Yeah, I think it would be uh, considered a bit of a, uh, an overs for the price, considering what she did there on... Uh, Saturday night, so um, yeah, we're going to need a lot of luck, but uh, I think she's right in with a chance. Yeah, you mentioned Saturday night. She qualified four fastest for the final, and a lot of people on track are a little bit surprised, but look, she took out the Peter Mossman Opal last year at the venue, and then you chased a bunch of age-restricted races around the country, didn't you, Craig? Can you tell us what you learned about the dog and the training caper during that stint? Uh, yeah, that's correct. In the past, I'd had a bit of luck with uh, Ball Frosty Fruits uh, chasing the same type of uh, pattern with the age races for the girls especially and so we decided to head to Brisbane for a few lead-up races and the, Nash, uh, the uh, Queensland Futurity was always the, the aim in December but unfortunately she just didn't seem to adapt to racing at Albion Park and uh, I tried her at Ipswich and also down to Sandown in the uh, Laurels but uh, no luck there so we we thought, oh, well, we'll come back to where she knows best, out at Wentworth Park. And uh, luckily for us, she put it all together there on Saturday night. So I think it, it proves she just loves Wendy. And um, not to say rule out any further travelling with her, but at this stage, I think I'll be sticking to home, and uh, especially around Wentworth Park. She certainly loves it there. She jumps from box seven this Saturday night. She's got a handy one outside her, and she's a pearl. Actually, now that I say that, they're all handy. It's a group one final. Of course, they're good. How do you see the race shaping up, Craig? Who's the toughest to beat? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. There's no uh, there's no weak link in the whole race, to be honest. So uh, I think, uh, obviously, French Martini, um, I'm sure Peter would be delighted to have box one. Uh, and uh, in saying that, I'm quite happy to be out in the seven. So, um, yeah, I think whoever gets that even bit of luck early, that's uh, the key to the whole race. Uh, probably whoever leads around the first turn, it could be just about all over, I think. So... Um, yeah, it's got to be tight to the winning post, and then, yeah, we'll see where we are from there. Craig, final one for me today. We know she's a Group 1 winner already. What would it mean to take out a race like the Paws of Thunder, mate? It's got so much history and, and so many wonderful dogs have won it before. Oh, that's that's what I look at, yeah. Um, we've been blessed to win a Group 1 back uh, last year for the girls, and uh, to go into an open-class uh, Group 1 now, it's... Uh, even bigger thrill, to be honest. So uh, great to be in it. But, yeah, if we could get away with it, I think that would be, uh, yeah, the highlight of uh, our training career and uh, certainly not one night I'd never forget, that's for sure. Well, Craig and Brace jumps in the Paws of Thunder final on Saturday night from Box 7. As I said, $34. He says it's over. It's maybe an each-way ticket. I wish you all the best for Saturday night, mate. Thanks for joining us on the program this morning. Yeah, good on you, Simon. Not a problem. Thank you. There he goes, Craig Chapelow rugging up Embrace in that Group 1 Pauls of Thunder final worth $75,000 to the winner.
From one Group 1 hopeful to another, Windra All-Class will step out in her first Group Final for owners Brian and Sue Barton in the National Futurity on Saturday night. Brian joins us on the program this morning. Morning, Brian. How is little Annie ahead of the race of her life? Yeah, good morning, Simon. Nah, she's feeling exceptional, actually. Um... Windra All-Class. Oh, sorry, mate. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, no. <clears> the <throat> Daniel set her for this race, and he's got a prime. This is the week they wanted to, to peak, so... We're hoping everything comes to fruition and everything happens um, on Saturday. You mentioned Daniel there. So Windra All Class, owned by yourself and Sue, your wife Sue, trained by Daniel Gat. There's probably no better kennel to have your dog in than the Gat kennel, right, Brian? You know the importance of a race like this. What would it mean to take oh. out a Group One futurity? Oh, just just be fantastic, especially for like that our little girl Annie and and just the excitement for Sue and myself and being such as only had the 16 starts and and she's race exclusive at winning and to take it out it'd just be like icing on the cake and and it'll be and sue's first dog she's actually owned by herself so it's a really great feel for sue especially i know you're a passionate dog man brian do you take a look at the fields ahead of these races mate and do you think there's the hardest greyhound to beat in the futurity or do you just focus on your own yeah i, I used to i used to look at uh, a lot of the fields before and you used to have all these scenarios and you said, oh, this dog's going to run left, right. And But I think um, after a while now, you, you concentrate on your own your own dog and make sure she or he's coming out and work, doing what you want to do. And I think we've got a, or Daniel, I should say, Daniel's got a coming out and um, it doesn't matter what box she's coming from now. So I think she's one from every box, bar box one. She's only had the one start. So... But for her to come out and do what she does, I think if she gets to that first corner, she's got a habit of cutting and burning straight across. So I think if she gets to that first corner and cuts and burns, I think she'll be hard to beat. Yeah, you're spot on, Brian. She's drawn box three. For those who are maybe having a punch, she likes to run to the right a little bit to begin with. But as you say, she enters that first corner like a, an absolute jet engine and around she goes. Look, mate, um, Windsor All Classes, it's been a hell of a ride for you and Sue. Now... We talk about your lovely wife, Sue. She's been dealt a horror card, hasn't she? Diagnosed with terminal brain cancer not too long ago. We all sat down on Monday for a story we're doing with you guys. And honestly, mate, I was so inspired by her positivity. She was full of laughter, energy, enthusiasm. She was really cheeky as well. What is watching Windra All Class, or Annie as you know her, what has that meant to yeah. you and Sue during this tough time? Oh, it's just, it's like, it's like anything. Uh, you, get all the, you get these bad cards dealt to you, and it's pretty rough. And when you get something like Annie and the excitement and she wins just the thrill and the expression on Sue's face and she gets so excited and it's like a little boost to her and she just gets a big kick from her. And, and it's just, it's just a, a kick for anyone going through a hard time, especially with cancer being the disease it is. Um, but for Sue herself, just watching her face and how excited she is and, you know, she just loves her and it's just, She's been such a inspiration, little Annie, and I think I actually think she knows how Sue's, how sick Sue is. So I think she's actually trying to do it for Sue. Wouldn't it be a wonderful achievement on Saturday night if she could get up? I think I speak for everyone listening around the country this morning when I say, please give Sue a big hug from all of us, Brian. Winter all class. At the moment, she's not the bookie's favourite. She's third favourite for the race. But she'll yeah. certainly be the sentimental favourite for a lot of listeners now. She's a huge chance. We wish you all the best, mate. No worries. Thanks very much, Don. There he goes, Brian Barton, a wonderful dog man.
I'll tell you what, after sitting down with him and Sue on Monday, and Eva, better husband, it's been a tear factory over here editing up that package. You can see it on the dogs.com in just a little while, as soon as we get that done. All right, time to straighten up. Our last guest on Going Greyhounds today is South Australian Lisa Rasmussen. She's joining us to go over her three chances on Saturday night in both the Futurity and Derby. Morning, Lisa. How goes it over there in South Australia? Good morning. It's a lovely day today. Beautiful. Let's talk about the girls race on Saturday night first. The Futurity, you've got Queen of Scotch and Victor Marley. They'll jump from boxes two and seven respectively. How do you see the race shaping up? Um, pretty hard for both of them. Probably would have appreciated the box draws reversed, as in Marley in two and Queen of Scotch out in seven. Um, pretty hard with, uh, I think, the one and the eight are both the favourites. So we're just going to hope for a bit of luck. Um, they're both pretty quick out and... Yeah, hopefully we can get in front and get a bit of trouble behind and you never know what happens. Maybe a bit of luck needed to take that race out. What about your boy, Vicky Stanley? If he, if he repeats what he did last week, he went 29.44 from the squeeze. He's drawn the five again. It was a scintillating run, Lisa. I know you weren't on track, but how good is this guy? And is there any dog in the race that can beat him? Um, I think the only one that possibly could would be Roxar Apollo. Um, his split was a tiny bit faster than Damien's, but... In saying that, I think Damien can um, like jump as good as and then take over going through the first quarter. That's the plan anyway. Whether it happens or not, we'll wait and see. But, yeah, no, he is a very good young pup and has been good from day one, basically. Absolutely. He looks like being one of the favourites for Saturday night's National Derby. Last one, Lise, this morning. Really interested in the travel side of things. A lot of interstate estates really hard to win away from home. You've managed to get three dogs through to these big finals. What's your secret? How do you get the dog in the van all the way to Sydney and then run big, big races like they did last week? Um, we we got a new van um, end of last year or April last year. And um, how we've designed it is when we're just doing normal track, uh, going to normal track at home, it's all the compartments can actually fit 16 in it. But when we go and travel, um, it's designed to take the middle compartments out of each one. So the dogs of the kennels that they're actually in are pretty much as big as they can get. They can have lots of room to stretch and lay out and uh, it's not quite comfortable for them. So um, that also helps. And like Tony, our dogs are used to travelling. Um, yeah, just they just love it. And Tony loves going as well, more so than me driving. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they went over and trialled the week before and came basically straight back. That was a quick trip. And then last week they went over, he arrived and, and stayed with Stuart Dickinson on the uh, Thursday night and had the, a really nice relaxing day Friday and then travelled into the city. Um, was going to stay at our niece's, but she is in, um, I think I can't remember the name of it, near Potts Point, Elizabeth Bay. And uh, she said, sorry, Uncle Tony, I haven't got a driveway to park the van in. So <laughs> that kind of curtailed that bit. <laughs> Typical Sydney unit living. Yeah, there you go. Oh, I'll tell you what, in my next life, I want to come back as a dog in your kennel. It sounds like they're living the luxury life. Hey, Lisa, all the best for Saturday. I know Tony and your niece, Rebecca, will be on the leads while you do all the yep. hard yakker at home. We appreciate you joining us on Going Greyhounds today. Thank you very much. The massive card at Wentworth Park kicks off Saturday night at 6.09pm. The Futurities race six on the program. The Derby race seven. The Paws of Thunder goes off in race eight. That's going Greyhounds for another week. We'll be back same time next Thursday. Until then, happy punting and hooroo.